we would like to begin this podcast by acknowledging that the land on which we record is the occupied, traditional, and unceded territory of the Stalo First Nation. Look how small the world can become. So it feels massive. It feels like this, these people are so far away and they're suffering. What can I do? Like, I just am I just going to feel bad about it all the time? Or, you know, Food for the Hungry has made it possible now for me to actually be able to do something. Whereas before I would just be like, oh, I feel powerless and overwhelmed by it. There's nothing I can do. Well, you made the world smaller by making these connections with these people, and we get to be a part of that. It's awesome. Welcome to the Ending Poverty Together podcast. I'm Shalane, and we're here to discuss big questions about poverty in bite-sized ways. Today, I have Wayne and Jane Dahl joining me, and they have been married for almost 20 years. They have two teenage children. Jane is a psychiatric nurse, and Wayne has operated a business in the medical field for many years. But a butcher shop had never been part of the plan that they had. However, when God put this in their path, they knew they just had to say yes. So, Wayne and Jane, welcome here. I'm very excited to have this conversation with you, and our listeners are probably wondering... What are Wayne and Jane going to talk about when it comes to a butcher shop? So (laughs) we're going to get to that. We know that uh, you guys are partners with Food for the Hungry with your business, Davis Meats. And I want to talk a lot about that today. But I want to start with the finish the sentence that we begin each of our podcasts with. Poverty is complex because. So I don't know who wants to go first, who wants to jump in, but... um, Go for it. Finish that sentence. Hi, Shalane. Thanks so much for having us. Very excited to be here. Poverty is so complex because there could be different reasons for it. And Mm. there's not going to be one simple solution to it. Mm -hmm. It's a problem that maybe has many, many different solutions Mm. needed. Mm -hmm. So it's always been on our heart, Wayne and I, to do something good to kind of share what we have. And so we're excited to be partnered with Food for the Hungry. Mm. It's been a really cool partnership for us. Mm-hmm. Well, we're very excited to have you guys as partners. Um, Wayne, do you want to add anything? Poverty is complex because there's many different kinds of poverty, which adds mm. to the complexity of the poverty, whether it's spiritual mm-hmm. poverty, mental poverty, food poverty. Yeah, so... It's complex because we are complex. If it was a simple answer, it mm-hmm. would have been fixed a long time ago. But it's the way mm-hmm. man is. So it's the way sin is. It's just, it's complex. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And you guys, you have thought about this. You are not directly connected in your work. People might look at the kind of work you do and say, well, that's not necessarily poverty alleviation work, but obviously poverty is something that is close to your hearts. And Jane, you even said that you've talked about it quite a bit as a couple. Um, What's sort of your background and your connection? Why do you care about poverty? I think uh, I care about poverty because, yeah, it's a it's a people problem, and I care about people, and I feel so so blessed 
that all of my needs are taken care of. And I just can't imagine what it would be like to not have some of the simple, basic things that I take for granted. Mm. How about you, Wayne? You're a businessman. Why do you care about poverty? Because therefore, by the grace of God, go I. Mm. I mean, my growing up, being in a single family with my mom, to see where the guy, the man that she married, to see how far he came. Um, man, we could have been left in the dust easily mm. um, in the medical field business that um, Jane and I have. I deal with ministry clients all the time who are basically in poverty. You see it. Mm. I mean, what is it? Like, what do they say? About eight out of 10 people are one check away from from mm. going there. I mean, poverty mm-hmm. is closer than a lot of people think, especially now with mm-hmm. uh, the way the economy is going because of the pandemic and the spending and everything like that. Mm-hmm. It is it is definitely way closer. I, I mean, we see it in the... In the um, meat shop we have the same amount of clients that keep coming and they're mm-hmm. faithful they're awesome mm-hmm. but the amount that they spend has dropped at least 20 percent wow. and so that's in a year right mm-hmm. and that's just on basics yeah. so yeah if things don't change then it's just not going to be third world anymore mm-hmm. yeah you're seeing the that very tangible change in people's spending behavior in in that, um, like you said, the very some of the very basics, the food basics. I know one of the things I appreciate about Davis Meats, and we're kind of jumping ahead here, is how you've talked about. I know just as we've talked, how you work really hard at keeping prices in check within the Davis Meats shop. And there's, I want to explore that a little bit more. But I also, just before we get too far ahead on that, you guys are really fun business partners to have with Food for the Hungry. I have to just say, I I love connecting with you. When we first had a conversation, you had a very clear vision for the kind of partnership that you wanted to have. And I would love for you to share a little bit about how you are supporting Food for the Hungry and how you are actually raising awareness and raising funds for Food for the Hungry. Um, sure. So my basic vision, well, I believe it was God's vision, but the vision was since we sell animals, like there's a lot of places that raise money all the time, right? But it was like, why don't mm-hmm. we raise money to buy animals to be sent abroad? That was just kind of like mm-hmm. my initial goal in in mm-hmm. doing that and to have fun doing that in, in different ways. Um, so yeah, I think that was the basic vision. And what I was shocked about was your response to that was like, no one's ever kind of done that before, which blew me away because, you know, Mm -hmm. you own a meat shop. Why wouldn't you want to raise money to buy animals? It just seemed like a really basic partnership. So what we do is we ask our clients if they would like to donate a buck or two or whatever, will match every contribution. So then during the summer, I always had a dream of doing, years ago I took a barbecue class with this uh, gentleman and he changed my life on how to barbecue. And I was like, wow, I really want to do <laughs> a class like that. And so then uh-huh. Jim and I just talked about it and 
we did it as a fundraiser and barbecue Brian came in and we were able to use that as a fundraiser and have a fun night and learn how to barbecue better. Mm -hmm. And, um, with that, we were able to, and from the gifts of our clients during the month, we were able to raise enough funds to buy 28 cows, which is mm-hmm. awesome. I mean, that just blew us away. Yeah, it is. I remember you, when we first met you saying, you know, if we could even raise enough funds for like two or three cows. And now, and I don't know if people are local to Abbotsford, if they haven't been in your shop, they haven't seen the herd that is emerging on the wall. Jane, you want to tell us a little bit about the herd? (laughs) We just thought it would be really cute to call it the Davis herd. Uh And so for June, we raised 28 cows. And then so we have 28 heads stuck to the wall just to kind of and not heads, not literal just, cow heads. No, 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 no. Just, Let's just, just to make sure. Yeah, just yeah, to be we don't, clear. Yeah, you don't have like cow heads no. up there. Yeah. No, it's not like the trophy deer hunter kind of thing not going like on that. there. Just no, no, like no. Stickers. Stickers. Yeah. Stickers. Yes. Yeah. But now and until uh, Thanksgiving, we're raising money for chickens, and so we are asking our clients to to do the chickens with us. And Wayne loves to say. Give a cluck and donate a buck. Yeah. There you go. Right? There you go. Great. <laughs> yes. There's the, there's the saying for this October. That's going to be it. If if you're listening and you do not follow Davis Meats on Instagram, you can get more of these two on a regular basis with their, uh, their great little snippets and videos and things. So chickens for Thanksgiving. And then do you have a Christmas plan? We think we're doing uh, pigs, right, Wayne? Yeah. So the, the birds are actually going to go now all the way to the end of October. Okay. And then I think after Remembrance Day, we'll start the pigs. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when we're talking about this, in case listeners are not familiar with this, <laughs> the animals that you're referring to are not actual animals from your shop that right. are being mailed overseas, <laughs> shipped overseas. That's right. We're not the Davis Meats petting suit. We're, not, <laughs> no, we're no. not that. That is not what's happening here. Food for the Hungry has a gift guide that has the animals that you guys are talking about, plus many, many, many other animals and things like different uh, like school supplies and fresh water and wells and those lots of different things. And so people, when they purchase something from the gift guide, those particular, in this case, animals, will go into a community that Food for the Hungry is already partnered with, and those animals will go to somebody who has received some training and who has expressed an interest. They actually want to raise chickens or cows or pigs. Could you imagine all of a sudden a cow just shows up on your door? Congratulations! (laughs) That's what we really hope to avoid. Yeah. Yeah. And so then the training that happens on how to um, take care of these animals, how to feed these animals, how to vaccinate, all those pieces happens with our in-community Food for the Hungry staff. And then the offspring from the animals goes to somebody else with the the first offspring goes to to somebody else in the community who also has an expressed interest in raising these particular animals. And then the training can happen between farmers and there can be the community support. So what you guys are providing is not just 
an animal that's going to feed somebody for today, which is such a cool part of how the, mm-hmm. the gift guide works. Yeah, yeah. I love that part of it so much. It's giving the people the skills and to go forward on their own now. And and that's, I think, the most important part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So you guys are business partners with FH. You've talked a little bit about what motivated you. How did you come to own Davis Meats? And how did you, how did this, you know, what what was God's sort of path that he took you on to bring you to us? Well, it all started with a dream. <laughs> no. Um, not at all, actually. No, so, <laughs> we did so, not dream this up. <laughs> yeah, so a, a bit about my background. I've always been a big fan of meat, right? There's even, okay. when I used to do stand-up, there was always a part of my routine where I talked about, and it's a true story, when I was about four or five, I was with my mom in the garden. Uh, she's planting it, and I really remember her just looking at her and going, where are we planting the meat? So <laughs> meat, meat has always been okay, but um, just with me. Sidebar here, Wayne. The introduction that you just used was when I used to do stand-up? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, so many pieces are coming together now. <laughs> now it all makes sense. <laughs> and okay. Then, uh, it, yeah. And so I did a whole routine about, like, growing up, you know how people had – sports stars or movie stars in their rooms, posters. I had meat maps, you know, like the butcher <laughs> thing. I had that up in my room. And so then, this is um, like, this is the rib roast and this is the... the exactly, sweet. right? And I would just lay in bed and just, you know, drool over the meat. Okay, and, so the, um, the dream was really dreaming about steak. Yes. And then um, there was a cartoon series years ago called Veggie Tales. Oh, yeah. And um, I was offended by it because I was like, you know, <laughs> what about meat, right? right? Why why do veggies have to have all the fun? So right. I created Meaty Tales. Oh, my goodness. And um, that was just part of the routine. So meat's always been a big deal. And mm-hmm. um, so then I started, you know, going to Costco years ago, and I would buy my big strip loin, the big thing, and cut it all up and stuff and vacuum seal and then I would do fun things and you know people send pictures of their kids and stuff I send pictures of meat that I made and so one day I I know yeah and so uh, one day I sent some candied bacon it was a Super Bowl Sunday two years ago I sent it to my cousin and I said here's some Super Bowl snacks and he texts back within the hour saying I've got a meat shop for you to run. And I'm like, ha, 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 ha. And, and we um, laughed. And yes. we laughed. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we talked more. And so, yeah, he, through Providence, he had a meat shop for us to run. He had bought in some property mm-hmm. and he didn't want to run the business mm-hmm. because he's a wise businessman. Unlike me, he just had <laughs> the property, not the business. <laughs> And so, um, give Wayne the meat. Me, that's right. That's right. So then we said, "Okay, God, if this is what you want us to do, like Mm -hmm. we prayed." Really, just yeah, we really felt like all along it was God bringing it Mm -hmm. to our path. Mm -hmm. Um, We didn't need 
no. to add this to our life. Really? No. Can um, I, if I want to give some good financial advice, <laughs> um, right okay, now. Okay, this podcast you know, is now going to be about financial advice. Go for it. It is. It is. It is. Yep. Here it is. Yep. Do not buy a business when the economy is starting to tank. Okay. That is what, that's what Noted. you learn. But, but what you do learn yep. in that is to say, like, is the amazing like the story so that we could tell you about how God has provided the staff, how, mm. I mean, how, Jane, how many times did we think the store was actually going to blow up or be on fire? Like many times. <laughs> and it's just God has. Like, yeah, like I think, I think the point is we obeyed him. Yeah. Basically, I really feel like I was Abram and God said, you're going to own a meat shop and off you go. And I'm just, I, I don't know where I'm going. Right. And, hmm. and mm-hmm. you know, most businesses have people like a butcher shop is usually run by the butcher. We had to find uh-huh. people to do everything because we didn't know anything, but we, and it, we even came down to the point where we had to decide if we were going to do it or not, that hmm. it was that weekend that God provided what we had asked for because hmm. Jane and I were at, in my office and we're like, okay, God, if you don't want this, we're fine. Cause we don't need this. Right. And a resume came across and it's what we needed at that time. Hmm. And there's just been little, like even this past weekend, oh my goodness. Um, one of our key people moved away to Alberta mm-hmm. and um, we were really down. And the flu went through us, through the shop, took everybody down. And we had no butchers and we're coming up to Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden the day before this resume came through, this boy's name is Samuel. I'm not going to say it's a coincidence. I'm just going to say. <laughs> just put it and, out there. This, just, that's and what his I name talked is. To him, yeah, I talked to him on the phone, never met him. And within an hour, he was in the shop saving our butt wow. over the weekend. Wow. Um, and there's just countless stories that we could tell you hmm. like that. And that's why we believe it's it's a God thing right now that this is. Yeah, because honestly, we still have, Jane and I still have no idea what we're doing. You watch our Instagram, <laughs> we really don't know even what we're talking about. <laughs> well, you Only know it's you. a turkey that you're holding up. <laughs> Generally. Yeah. Or that we're tossing back and forth. Yeah, exactly. That was one I saw recently. Yeah. <laughs> we just always felt like really strongly that somehow this was for God's glory mm. and somehow it would be used for his purposes. And we just didn't really know what those purposes were yet, mm-hmm. but we really just felt like um, Matthew five fourteen was our verse that we're to be the light of the world and a city on a hill that could not hmm. be hidden. And that's what we just decided. We're just going to be the light and the salt here. And whatever that looks like, like hopefully God will just reveal that to us in his time. So mm-hmm. that's And, and who knows? It may not be us. It may be who, right? We may never see the answer. Sure. And that's the biggest thing that we're, we've been kind of pushing ourselves along with right now. Mm-hmm. Right? Because mm-hmm. I was just going through my, my quiet time and it's just like uh, Jacob was told that or Jake, one of them was told that, you know, your descendants are going to go into captivity for 400 years. Mm. And then those people in 400 years are going to see the promised land, but it's going to come. Mm. So whether Jane and I see the promised land of David's meets or not, we don't know. <laughs> right. But it is right. just, it, it is just to be faithful. And Jane keeps reminding me every day. It's it just do the next thing. Yeah. Just do the next thing, which is just, very 
which is how we're living it right now every day at Davis mm-hmm. Meets. Just do mm-hmm. the next thing. Just trusting God and obeying him in the meantime and let him do what he does. Mm-hmm. So. And your business model, I remember chatting with you once before about... <laughs> Do we have a business? Shane, you make it sound so professional. Yeah, the business model. The business model model? is just, yeah. Get through the day. Get through the I know, Jane's like, Wayne, what are you going to do today? I'm like, I have no idea. So we've already had financial advice. Now we're going to have business planning advice, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, should I rephrase the question? No, no, I want to hear what you're going to say. Yeah, what is your, maybe you have something you can offer us. My takeaway of your business model was that it was very much about your employees. It was very much, like, I remember specifically you saying, we want our, one of our butchers, and I don't know who you were referring to, or if you had more than one, but we want our butchers to have an opportunity to have some freedom and some creativity in a way that if they owned the shop, they would be able to have, but they may never be able to own a shop. And to me, that just spoke so much of a passion that you have for people development, which Mm -hmm. I think is part of the reason why we have such a great alignment, because that's so much what we care about too, people development. Right. So now you know, Wayne, that's your business model, just in case (laughs) anybody asks, you just tell them. (laughs) That's true. We we do love our people and we love our team. And that's part of what we mean by being the light. Mm. So being the light in their life too, Mm -hmm. and encouraging them and building them up and giving them a really great place to to spend so much of their time because mm. when you have a job yeah. you spend so much time there and we want oh, them and to our love place it. is so great it's so <laughs> great so we're talking about oh. the building the building is from 1970 mm. no it's from so, the 50s it's okay, it's so, so old yeah they're not physically comfortable but they are definitely like um, having a great time mm. and like to be there and mm. feel encouraged. And they, and, and they are a great team. Like the last week that we went through was like, unlike any week I was at a butcher's, I was at a meet, we had people <laughs> walking out and we were talking and we said, you know, I said to them, isn't it great that we all love each other so much that we could work and get through an environment like this because there could have been times mm. when people were just tossing in the towel. You all hate each other just mm-hmm. because it's such a small area, but everybody pitched in mm-hmm. who could. And yeah, it was, we made it, we made it through. So mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and you're here to talk about it. Look at that one day at a time. There's that business model coming up again. I haven't had any text saying that something's broken yet. Okay. Well, that's good. That's a bonus, eh? That's a bonus. Yeah. So. No, we you laugh, but it's true. <laughs> Jane, did you have anything else you wanted to add to that? No, I wanted to hear your question, Shalane. Well, I just think we feel pretty privileged that you guys have chosen Food for the Hungry to partner with when you have so many options out there. So I just have to ask, why FH? Well, we are doing some local stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, we always thought, let's do something local and something international. Mm -hmm. And so we were just looking around at international organizations. And we 
like have always loved that magazine you guys send out for Mm -hmm. Christmas Mm -hmm. with those ideas of practical ways to help real people Mm -hmm. in these um, impoverished third world countries. And so that came to mind, right, Wayne? Yeah. Can I just share something really quick? (laughs) I just got a notification. This is, this is how God works. We're looking for a butcher and I actually just had a notification that a butcher has actually applied with experience that lives in Abbotsford. So that's great. Um, I just wanted to share that. Okay. So thank you, God. <laughs> Thanks, Wayne. Thanks. That's really That is great. You know what? I love it when God answers these requests mid-podcast. Mid-podcast. You can't know, beat you it. Know. You can't. You can't. I mean, we should be having a telephone. People, <laughs> we... Ring those phones. I was just going to say, we can raise funds for FH. We can find right. staff for Davis Meats. We totally. can encourage people to, you know, come and buy their their Christmas whatever animal pig or whatever it is. Uh, we need. We have a, we have about a hundred turkeys that are on special right now. So please come into Davis Meats. Okay. And, Unfortunately, um, this is going to air after Thanksgiving, though. So if you still well, have a hundred turkeys, thanks. they'll probably be thanks. a better deal then, right? Uh, so anyway, come get your um, Christmas well, turkey. Yeah, exactly. So what was the question? What did I miss out on? The question is why FH? Oh, because it just seemed it was we were dealing with food. I mean, mm-hmm. and it's in my backyard. And here is a tip. You're living in my parents' grand, my grandparents' old house. I mean, how <laughs> awesome is that? I mean, if this is not all connected, you tell me. Yeah, I know. I'm not sure that we need everybody to know that, but thanks for sharing that, Wayne. Like, seriously? <laughs> no, but look how look how look how small the world can become. Well, and you know what yeah. I love about that actually is it really reflects the sense of grassroots that FH is an organization that is all about working at that grassroots levels in communities. And here's the grassroots connections right here in Abbotsford for us. And the funny thing is, we'd never met. I'd never met you guys before you wanted to partner with FH, which is so cool. I really like what you just said, though, Wayne, because I think that's part of the point is look how small the world can become. Mm, mm-hmm. So it feels massive. It feels like this. these people are so far away and they're suffering. What can I do? Like, mm. I just am I just going to feel bad about it all the time? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, Food for the Hungry has made it possible now for me to actually be able to do something. Mm-hmm. Whereas before I would just be like, oh, I feel powerless and overwhelmed by it. There's nothing I can do. Mm-hmm. Well, you made the world smaller by making these connections with these people and mm-hmm. we get to be a part of that. It's awesome. Um, shall I, can I ask a, another question? You can. Can um, I just say something first though? Yeah, mine's <laughs> probably going to be off topic. So go ahead. Okay. Probably. <laughs> well, just as you're talking about the gift guide, one of the things that I do love about it, like when you say, Jane, we've made it accessible, there's such a range of giving points within that gift guide. There can right. be things that can be thousands of dollars and there can be things that are, you know, $20. Exactly. So there's, yeah. there's this wide range of opportunities. And oftentimes it's about... What do you care about? And you can give, you can purchase something and give it as a gift to someone else as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. for our, our grandson's teacher last year, we gave them each a pair of chickens 
for Christmas. So cool. Yeah, yeah that's just yeah. so cool. Yeah. Okay, Wayne, it's your turn now. Okay, so I think what you guys really need to do to kick this up a notch is with other organizations like World Vision or Compassion, just use them as an example. When you sponsor a kid, you get a picture of your kid. If you buy an animal, you mm-hmm. should get a picture of the animal. These you, are the chickens you can. and the family. Do you guys do yes, that? Yes, you do. We have them. We have them. Okay. We have cards that go with items purchased from the gift guide. You can have a card. In fact, we just heard of a woman who has been purchasing cows from the gift guide for several years or has received them as gifts. And when she moved into an assisted living care home kind of an environment, that was one of the things that she took with her. And on her mantle is her herd of cows that she's got all these pictures of the cows that she's purchased over the years. So there you go. Very not, cool. Not that I want to say we that have a business great. plan or anything, Wayne, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you guys do. We have already a bit of a thought plan. of that. <laughs> That's great. You guys have been so helpful. Like whenever we needed anything printed or any mm. anything on our website updated, like you're just so good at making um, our vision look so professional for our mm. customers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been really thankful for that. Well, you know, actually, truly, one of our core values is relationship first. And so it, while it's just joyful and fun to be connected with you guys we really do value that with all of our partners the opportunity to to serve together and to serve one another and so it's um plus you're just a whole lot of fun too so there's that (laughs) (laughs) we are coming to the end of our time here i can't believe how fast that went wayne surely you have some closing remarks that you want to make as we as we wind this down like maybe no, your Veggie Tales song. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> no, oh, or sorry, Meaty Tales. Meaty Tales. Yeah, I'd be you shocked. You had a song. You had a song. Remember? I, I had a song. Um, um I'm do we in my in your office bit? right sorry. now. Uh, I have employees. Um, and so I don't. I don't want them <laughs> to hear okay. me. Are you looking at? They know you. Professionalism here. Is that what you're trying to uh, keep up? Um, maybe that could be episode number two. We'll get you back sure. where we I just, thought you would have jumped at that. We, Sorry. <laughs> we'll just get the, the Veggie Tales song turned Meaty Tales. Yeah. Well, it, it means it's just like, you know, Meaty Tales, Meaty Tales, Meaty Tales, Meaty Tales. Baloney, <laughs> salami's gotta be Meaty Tales. I love, I love, I love, I love my Meaty Tales. I love, I love, I love, I love my meaty tails. I love, I love, I love, I love my meaty tails. I love my meaty tails. Bow. That, that's it. Wow. <laughs> there you go. You Nailed know, it. I, I told you. Mm-hmm. You had to hear it. <laughs> yeah. I love how it took so much coaxing to get him to actually do it, too. <laughs> I had to remember the words. I had to remember the words. You just... You just needed a moment. A <laughs> it's been a while, yeah. It is. It's been a while, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Well, you guys, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for the faithful way that you partner. If you're listening today and you want to learn more about uh, Food for the Hungry's gift guide, please uh, check out fhcanada.org and you can find information there. they're still listening, there. right? What's that? <laughs> if they're still listening. If you're still listening, so. congratulations. 
Yes, you've made it to the you end. You made it to the Mini Tail song. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we, you know, we can see the analytics of where people drop off. I'll let you know oh, if it was before or after the Mini Tail song. We'll get back to you on that, okay? Thank you so much. I, I'll, yeah. I'll make a sequel if it's really good. Excellent. Looking forward to that. Thank you for being with us. I appreciate your time and just your partnership. It's great to be doing this great work together. If you're listening today and you'd like to learn more about Food for the Hungry's gift guide or about how business partnerships work, please visit fhcanada.org.